welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys. Okay, check it out. (laughs) I love starting off. I love starting off my podcast admitting to a few uh, little errors, little mistakes I made. We got to gotta come clean about our stuff, man. When we make a mistake, just own that shit, all right? I'm, hold on. I got to take a chug of water. Mm. Amen. Lord have mercy. When you're, you get wicked dehydrated in the winter, it's so hard to keep. I get parched, you guys. I get parched. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. So number one, my first mistake last episode, the one right after Christmas Day, I kept calling it episode 42, but really it was episode 43. So this right now, I think you guys are going to hear this sucker on January 2nd. You guys, right after New Year's, kicking off the new year. This is episode 44, episode 44. And we're going to be talking about today the two big things that you need to start and stay strong. How you start your new year off strong and how you stay strong, all right? Two big things you need to start and stay strong. And before I jump into that, the other correction, it wasn't even a correction, it's actually accreditation. So I said something in the last episode about how it can be really hard to stand up to your quote unquote enemies, but it can be even harder sometimes to stand up to your friends. And I just remembered who said it, it was J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling, uh, the amazing writer and author. Talk about a comeback kid story. If you don't know her story, you should check that out. Um, Not the Harry Potter stories, but her own personal story. Uh, It's like such a fantastic uh, underdog story, which I love. So so those are my two big things. This is episode 44. That was J.K. Rowling. I'm K.K. I'm Karen Kenny. (laughs) And we are on the Karen Kenny Show. Two big things you need to start and stay strong. Kick this new year off right. Brand new Fancy Pants New Year. I get so excited because we get to put all of yesterday's nonsense behind us, all the ways we blew it, all the times we didn't quite live up to our own expectations, the times when maybe we fell a little short, right? Now we get a nice clean slate. We get to show up and we get to start living in love. We get to start choosing more from a thought system of love, surrendering that old thought system of fear that is not helping to helping us to uh, show up in the world the way we really, really, really want to show up. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not going to lie, you guys. I am not a fan. I'm going to look right into the camera for those of you who watch it. I am not a fan of all of those. Like, I think it kind of starts at the end of every December, right? It starts, all the promotions that you start to see and they're like, um, new year, new you. And I'm always like, ah, not a fan, not a fan of the new year, new year, new you promotions, because I kind of always feel like they're sort of saying in a passive aggressive way, ah, you better get a whole new you because that old model just kind of fucking sucked. (laughs) They're just like, hey, 
that 2019 model, ah, not so impressed. So let's get rid of that old you. We want a new year. Hey, we want a new you. And I think about it more like this. I think of it more of like new year, true you. New year, true you. Meaning we want to start showing up more genuinely, more authentically, more truthfully as we really are. As we really are. And I think of as we really are is basically as an extension of love itself, uh, showing up as the light of the world that we are, showing up like one of God's kids. This is when we stop playing dumb. So new year, true you, we stop playing dumb about who we really are. We give up our attachment to all of our excuses and our reasons and our poor me and our victimization and our smallness and all the reasons why we can't and blah, 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 all the stuff. And look, I'm not saying that in those moments, it doesn't feel real, that those excuses and those rationalizations and those reasons and all that stuff doesn't feel really real to you. Like, yeah, sometimes it feels hard, but this is why I do the work that I do in the world because I really want people to start to be able to move through the world and from a place of freedom, freedom, meaning that you know that you have choices, right? And so we start to show up as the true you. So I kind of look at it like this. I say like, okay, so instead of thinking of like uh, new you, you need a new you because the old version sucked. I, I like to think of it instead like this. So who you are at your core, the true you, the true you, who you are at your core is already divine. It is already perfect. It's already good. It's already whole. It's already holy. It already is love and it is loved, okay? The real you, the true you, the essence of you as love, as spirit, God's kid, perfect. However, <laughs> here comes this part. However, the ego personality, ego personality in your attitude could probably use a little bit of work. <laughs> That's why I say my one-to-one -one mentoring and stuff, the work that I do, when we hang out together, we spend a little time together, whether it's for three months or six months or a year or whatever the thing is, because uh, you can always redo my three-month program. I always say when, when we spend that time together, it's a little personality and spirituality rehab. <laughs> it's like we're getting ourselves a little reboot. So it's not about like, quote unquote, killing off this old version of you that was like crappy. It's really just about you stepping into the truth of yourself, the true you, okay? And here's the thing. Here's what I know to be true. When we start to look at the new year and we start to look at all the, the, the maybe let's call them changes, right? The changes that we want to make or the commitments we want to kind of you know, double down on and anchor into like getting more disciplined and devoted, maybe about some daily spiritual practices. We got to show up and we got to be determined. Uh, we got to be steadfast. You know, we got to be resolute. We got to be like, yes, I'm doing this thing. Right. But here's the thing, all outside behavior, all things actually start to change the ways that we show up. Everything starts to shift when there's a shift in our mind, when there's a miracle, when there's a shift in our mind, which is the miracle from fear to love. So all change happens first on the level of the mind. Okay. So our words, our thoughts, our actions, our, well, I should say, let me say that. Let me, let me correct myself. Our words, our actions, our choices, and our behaviors, they all start with the quality of our thoughts. They all start with the quality of our thoughts. Okay. So, so often we try to like change things like, oh, I'm going to change my habit. Well, the actions that you are doing 
whether it's like that you no longer want and whether that's overeating, addictions, not going to the gym, not writing when you say you're right, not being there for your kids, being distracted. I mean, look, there's a thousand and one ways that we all want to usually work on ourselves or change ourselves. But all that external stuff, that starts to shift once you change your mind. I always say you change your mind, you change your life. You change your stories, you change the quality of the stories that you tell, you are going to change your life. So it's an inside out job. We start on the inside, we change the film. We change the film in our mind that we're projecting out onto the world. You start to change your inside, right? Because the world, all of this is just an outward reflection. It is an outward picture of an inward condition. The world and everything around you, how things are going down, it's really a reflection of the internal environment, the quality of your thoughts and stuff like that. So I always say this, if we want to set ourselves up for like an awesome, happy, peaceful, joyous, kick-ass kind of 2020 and beyond, right? If we're talking about your life here, new trajectory, then we've got to start to get our minds aligned with love. A lot of times we don't even know what that means, right? I often tell the story that when I was doing my yoga teacher training way back in the day, like let's call it 2000, yeah, 2001, very beginning of 2001, I did my yoga teacher training at Kripalu, the mothership, and uh, I lived there for a month. And my irritable bowel syndrome, for those of you who know that, at 15, I started getting uh, severe symptoms of irritable bowel. I'm going to do a whole podcast on that, actually. You'll be like, great. We want, that's what we want to talk about, your irritable bowel, KK. <laughs> but hey, look, like one in four people have it. And I know a lot of people suffer from it and they suffer in shame. And I want to bring some love and some light into the conversation around it. Okay. So I had um, my, my irritable bowel, my IBS was flaring up while I was doing my teacher training because it was a lot of new. It was like a new environment. It was sharing a room with people, like a dorm room with people, like five other women. It was getting up the crack of dawn, which I am not. I, I wake up happy. I'm not cranky in the morning. It doesn't matter what time I wake up. I'm in a good mood, but I'm just not used to it. I don't prefer it. I don't prefer to get up wicked early because I'm a night owl, right? So I was getting up early. It was eating new food. Like, you know, at that time, uh, Kripalu was all um, vegetarian and vegan. Um, so I was like switching over my diet. That was like, what, 20, yeah, something like that. What, 18, 19, 18, 19 years ago. Um, and I've only been vegan for like 17 years. So at that point, it was like really new to me. So there's a lot of new, 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 new stress, change of diet, change of environment, change of blah, blah, blah. And uh, so my IBS was really kicking up. And um, so they were so kind to me, the people, um, my, my teachers who were leading the, the YTT, the yoga teacher training. And one day they just said, well, why don't you just stay in the room? And they created a little, a little sweet spot with some bolsters and some blankets. And they laid me down and they, and they covered me with a blanket. It's like I hadn't been tucked in since I was 12. Oh my God, it was the sweetest thing ever. I admit that. Like I still think like, oh my God, getting tucked in is like the best thing. It's one of the greatest things when you're a little kid. <laughs> so they kind of like set me up and they like tucked me in. And then she like patted me very gently. And she said, now you just lay here and love yourself. And I just like burst into tears and she was like, oh my God, what's wrong? Are you okay? And I was like, I don't know how. And no concept, I had no concept of how to love myself. So when we say these things, like, you know, we say these things like, let's get our mind aligned with love. And a lot of times that can feel so ethereal. And so like, what does that even mean? Okay. But here's the thing. 
uh, that's one of the things we work on and we can talk about. And you can start to figure out when we do spiritual mentoring, if we ever work together, it's like teaching you how to align your mind with love, how to align your mind with the voice for God, AKA Holy Spirit or spirit or spiritual team, how you start to develop a relationship of deeper connection to the truth of who you are, which is love. It's like really groovy. <laughs> so here's the thing. We start to align our minds with love because we've seen, and we're still seeing the effect of this world of a world that is um, been created from a fear thought system. You take a look around at all the devices, Nymphs, you take a look around at all the ways that we feel separated and scared and in scarcity and we feel small and shameful and we experience sickness and we experience separation and all that stuff, right? We, we, we believe that we're quote unquote sinful, like all this stuff. That's all the suffering stuff. That's all the stuff from a thought system of a mind that is aligned with fear. Okay, so if we want to have a different experience in 2020, if we want to have a new year, true you, then what we do, it's time for us to start to transcend what has been and to now start to co-create and to start to live with God and spirit and what can be. This isn't about denouncing what was. This isn't about going back. As they say in 12-step programs, you can't build a better past. It was what it was, but we can now start to move forward and step into the fearless flow. We can start to rewrite your story to your glory and to start to live in alignment with um, today, I will make no decisions by myself. And we start to get quiet. We start to have daily spiritual practices that put us in touch, that give us access to the divine wisdom that is available to us all the time. And it teaches us and helps us to trust our intuition the inner teacher, right? That inner guide that tells us what to do, where to go, what to say, and to whom, right? So this is the thing. So um, it's time to start co-creating uh, with God and with spirit or Holy Spirit. Call it Jesus. I don't care what you call it. But this is a new year. We're not trying to fix the old. That's an old paradigm. What we're trying to do is to create what's possible, to step into limitless possibility. We try to transcend the world and we get access, right, to, I always say like, our, we're, our minds are, too, our human capacity, our ego capacity is too small. It's, it's, it doesn't have um, a great expanse, right? It, it can't possibly tap into and know what's good for everybody. So it's like, we have to go to big mind. <laughs> like, I like, you know, we have to go like online to a greater, <laughs> a greater, um, source. Let's call it that, a greater source. And then that way we can, um, you know, step into a new year with limitless possibility. And here's the thing, we're all being called to do our part. In the last episode, if you, if you listen to it, right, um, what, needs to, what needs to stay, what needs to go, and what needs to grow, like as we're moving into this new year, I've been kind of looking at this. I wanted to just kind of walk with you guys a little bit around this and encourage you to start to step into like, what do I really want? Like getting wicked, wicked clear getting a lot of clarity because clarity allows us to simplify. A clarity allows us to really start to understand what's necessary, what's not necessary, and to let the unnecessary go. As Hans Hoffman says, to let the necessary speak. Ooh, love that. Let the necessary speak in your life. And so we're all being invited to do our part. And so I always tell my spiritual mentoring clients, right? It's, I'm paraphrasing something from A Course in Miracles. And it says, like, God calls everybody. You all have an individual curriculum. You all have your part to do. You all have your role to play. God calls everyone, but not everyone chooses to pick up 
and answer. <laughs> the phone, burp, the bat phone is ringing. Uh, you know, spirit is calling. Not everybody picks that sucker up. Here's the thing, because if you pick it up and you start to get, become aware of what your ministry and your mission is, what your divine calling is, right? It's really hard to say no. I always say, once you see, you can't unsee. Once you know, you can't unknow. You can try to unknow. <laughs> you can try to unknow because you don't want to fulfill your part because it feels too big or too scary, or you don't know the how. Like so, so much of our human experience, what we're struggling with and suffering about is we don't know the how. So we can be really good visionaries and have ideas. And then when it, gets, it comes down to the tactile stuff, the kinesiology of stuff of like actually the doing, right? It can be really, it's like, I don't know how to fill in the blank, right? You don't have to know the how in the beginning. That's what we're getting to. This is exactly where we're leading to about the two big things you need to start and to stay strong. Okay. Um, you don't have to know the how in the beginning, and I'll tell you why in a second. Let me just finish my train of thought, and we're back so I don't forget. So God calls everybody, but not everyone chooses to pick up an answer. So A Course in Miracles tells us that we all have our own part to play here. Okay, We each have our own unique, what we call individual curriculum. You probably, If you listen to the show, you have heard me talk about this a thousand times. Okay, All right, that's an exaggeration, maybe a hundred times. <laughs> but we all have an individual curriculum. But if we ignore the call, if we don't take a good long look in the soul mirror, if we're not willing to do the work to let go of our stories, let's even separate those. If you're not willing to do the work or if you're not willing to let go of your stories, if you're not willing to break through the barriers that this being human often builds and presents and likes to keep in place, if you're not willing to do that, then you're just going to have a, a bunch of the same old bullshit that got us here in the first place. You're just going to have like a repeat, right? We don't want 2020 to be an echo do, 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 of, of, of 2019, right? We want to uh, start the new year off strong. We want to start it off in wholeness and in our holiness. Of course, the miracle says, child of God, you were created to create the good, the beautiful, and the holy. Amen to that. You were created to create the good, the beautiful, and the holy. I just love that. That makes me happy every time I think about it. <laughs> okay, so if we want to start the new year off strong, here's two things, two things. Get a pen, write these suckers down. <laughs> Get some paper, you guys. Okay, uh, here's, here's, here's what I know to be helpful. Number one, and this is what, going back to the why you don't have to know the how in the very beginning. Number one, this is why, because you get some help. <laughs> you don't have to know how to, but you find somebody that does, right? You find somebody who's walked the path before you. You find somebody who's overcome the problem that you have. You find the person who has the attributes and the qualities that you want for yourself. You go to the people who have gone before you. Call them mentors, call them guides, call them teachers, call them whatever you, Sherpas, spiritual Sherpas, I don't care what you call them. <laughs> you go to the people who have gone before you. You get help. You get help, but here's the caveat. Here's the wicked important part. We can't leave this part out. You get help from somebody that empowers you. Somebody that empowers you instead of trying to take your power away. You get help and you have a guide from somebody that empowers you instead of trying to uh, steal your power, take your power, make you helpless, make you dependent, right? We'll talk about that a little bit more. So here's the thing. This is me. This is just KK, my point of view, 
right? I always say, take it or leave it. The stuff that I say is just me offering stuff that I hope is helpful. And I always say, I got to find a new word, that whole, I want it to be helpful and valuable. I mean, it's true, but I want it to, I want you to feel like if you, if what I'm saying resonates with you and it lands in you from my heart to your heart and you can feel it, like if you're picking up what I'm putting down, like that's what I want. I'm just trying to take things that I found so helpful in my own journey. And trust me, you guys, I needed a lot of help. Fuck, did I need a lot of help? I needed a lot of help. And in the beginning, I often say, like, I couldn't afford, I didn't, there weren't mentors back then. Like, th- this, how do I say this? All this stuff now with the coaches, the entrepreneurial coaches, the spiritual healers, the spiritual teachers. I'm not saying that back in the day, there weren't priests or therapists or helpers or shamans or people who were doing healing work. I'm not saying that. But the way it is now, where you can just go online and sit in your house and have a Zoom call with somebody, like, like, geez, like the internet didn't exist back then is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so back then, and I didn't have any money. So when I was going through the suffering, you know, I would like go to the library and get books. I did so much of my beginning learning through books until, until I was brave enough and had a plan enough, right, to make some, to make not just a financial investment, but an emotional like a physical, put in the time and energetic. So I always say all those things, spiritual, financial, mental, emotional, and financial. And then you can actually start to bring somebody into your life who can walk with you for part of the way, not do the work for you, not do the heavy lifting for you, not try to make you dependent on them like they have the answer. Because if anybody tries to do that to you, like as as we often say, like you should run, run in the other direction if somebody is trying to tell you that they, you need them. Like, and let me say it like this. When you need help, you do sometimes need an external teacher, but all they're supposed to be doing ultimately, all the good teachers do, you guys, is we point back to your own inner teacher. We just need somebody sometimes to reflect back to us, to the things that we already know, but we don't trust ourselves yet. Okay. So this is it. Listen to this. If I was going to get some external, if I was going to set, let me start here. If I was going to set some external goals or physical projects, like like, let's say like I wanted to climb a mountain or I wanted to tear down a wall or I wanted to start a a bodybuilding routine, uh, I can guarantee you that I'm going to find somebody that I can trust to help me. So if I'm trying to do a thing that I've never done before Or if I'm trying to do a thing that I've tried to do on my own for a long time and I still just can't break through the barrier or the block or the bullshit story, right? If I'm going to try and do something, you can guarantee that I'm going to try and find somebody that I trust to help me. And it's like somebody that's gone before me. It's somebody that's already done it successfully. It's somebody that has proven results that show that they know how to get the job done. Okay? And not somebody who just walks who talks to talk, not somebody who just like walks around like talking a good game. I always say, you don't want somebody who just talks to talk, get somebody who actually walks the walk. And what that means is not somebody who theorizes, not somebody who just has an online presence. You want somebody who has done the work. You can tell from being in their presence. You can tell from the quality of their thoughts, words, and actions, their energy. You can tell not by what they're selling you, but how they're living, how they are actually living, right? Like you want to get really clear if you're going to be spending money. I just spit all over my screen. (laughs) 
you want to be like, I get excited about this stuff. This is, I'm passionate about this stuff because here's the thing. You want to get somebody who has some proven results that show that they know how to do this and that, that, that we call, I call it like social proof, right? Uh, and, and, and it's no different if you're going to do something physical like that, like, right, like I'm not going to go and try and climb a friggin' mountain by myself. I'm going to get a guide to like walk me up the mountain. If I'm trying to completely change my diet or my body through physical stuff, I'm going to get a trainer, right? If I'm trying to do physical external things, I'm going to get somebody who can help me. I can't, I don't know how to demolish a wall. I mean, you can hand me a sledgehammer, but I'll probably take out some wiring. I'll probably electrocute myself, probably do something stupid. <laughs> so get some help. But it's no different than when you're trying to cultivate internal, spiritual, emotional, or mental transformations. I often, I often like think it's so fascinating to me that people will invest a shit ton of money in external things that they think will make them happy. Houses, cars, vacations, um, booze, jewelry, clothes, trips, um, like whatever. Some people pay for the little blue check next to their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about on Instagram, on Twitter. Some people pay to get those. They'll pay for the external, like how things look. And it's amazing to me how willingly people will pay for external things for their followers, right? For like all kinds of bullshit stuff that they think is going to make them happy. But then when it comes time to investing in the work that actually will affect their, all the other areas of their life, they're always so hesitant or it doesn't occur to them, right? And I'm always just like, oh my God, you guys, all that other stuff, all that other stuff becomes way easier when you go in and you do the internal work, you do the spiritual work, you do the mental work, you do the inside, the outside takes care of itself, okay? So when you're trying to cultivate shifts and changes, new perceptions, new perspectives, when you're trying to heal yourself, right? Uh, here's what I know to be true. I always say this, you change your mind. I've already said it. You change your mind, you change your world. You change your story, you change your world. So look, if you want to be like, let's say going into 2020, true you, true you. Course in Miracles says that your natural inheritance, your birthright is peace and happiness. And anytime you do not feel that, we know that we've taken a detour into fear. We know that we have a problem. And you'll know that you've chosen wrongly that you took a detour into fear and you chose the teacher of fear instead of love, you know you've chosen wrongly because your mood will tell you so. And my brother, you can always choose again. So if you're going into 2020 and you want to be like, let's say, more happy, more content, more calm, more peaceful, more confident, more courageous, all those things. Let's say you want to get better at giving and receiving love. Let's say that you have some really big forgiveness work or not so big forgiveness work, but you have a number of grievances and that so it keeps you from actually being able to receive love or give love because you withhold love because you're in lockdown. You're in your own like mental prison in your mind because you're not forgiving. You're not forgiving yourself. Maybe you're not forgiving someone else. Maybe you're not forgiving your past or your parents or whatever. Uh, let's say you want to let go of some old shit right? You want to let go of some old stuff that's not serving you anymore because you want to have more lightness. You want to have more ease. You want to have more freedom. You want to have more, more like uh, creativity, right? Let's say maybe you want to stop playing fucking small in your life. Maybe you want to stop feeling unworthy. You want to stop feeling unlovable. You want to stop feeling these things. Maybe you want to feel more clear, more confident, have more clarity. Maybe you want to start to be able to show more compassion towards yourselves and others. Maybe you want to have a deeper connection to God, to love, to source, to the truth of yourself, the true you, right? And if you want to do these things, right? And, and like to me, and maybe it's just me, you guys, I'm willing to be the weirdo here, but I don't think it's just me. 
I think we want all those other external things that I already talked about because we feel like there's something missing. So many people feel empty, lost, confused, lonely, alone, ashamed. They feel like they don't matter. They feel like they don't have worth. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't know what, what they're doing here. Everything just feels hot or everything just feels like flat or numb or disconnected. Like there's so many ways to talk about it. But if you want to be able to heal some of these things and do the work around some of these things, like if I want to do these things, like, first of all, let me say this. If you want to do these things, what it already tells me is that up until this point, you haven't already been able to do them on your own. I know that that was true for me. I had a lot of forgiveness work to do. I was suffering at a really deep level and everything I had tried on my own, my own best thinking had gotten me there. <laughs> so I knew that I needed a guide. Ooh, I knew I needed some help. So if you're wanting to do these things, what it tells me is you haven't already been successful at them. Everything you've tried so far hasn't worked. You know what I'm saying? So look, if I'm going to invest in getting some help to do these things because doing them on my own hasn't worked yet. Like if I'm going to do that, uh, then if I was going to do that, then you can bet your sweet ass. You can bet your sweet ass that I'm going to go and do my homework. And I am going to find out, like, I'm going to find out what I can find out about whoever I'm about to hire, right? And you just go out and you try to do your best. You do your homework. You ask around. You ask for testimonials. You ask for referrals. You, you make sure you do your homework because so many people spend a lot of money investing in coaches and people and uh, they don't get results. So it's really important that you um, try to find the most reputable and trustworthy teacher, mentor expert, thought leader, wh whatever, to help you and to guide you. That's what I've always tried to do is I try to get, find out um, about this person. And look, here's the thing. When I say find the most reputable and trustworthy and the, the most um, results, you know, they get results, which meaning that like they're, 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 they're like, um, they've gone first and they've actually done it. <laughs> right? The story that they actually tell you, like when they say, this is who I am, this is what I've overcome, this is what I've done, and I'm going to meet you where you are, and I'm going to take you higher. I'm going to help you to walk along beside you so that you have some healing. I'm not doing the healing. That person, that teacher, meaning like me, if I was your guide, I'm very clear. I'm just a conduit. I'm just a conduit for the divine to work through, right? So um, I'm really, I'm really uh, like aware of that because that's how we disempower people is we tell them that you need me to do this work. In the beginning, sometimes we just need a little guide. But ultimately, I always say it's not about creating codependent people. I always say, like, get off the tit. At some point, you got to get off the teat and you got to start to learn how to, like, nurture and nourish yourself. That's, like, part of the gig. So when I talk about the most reputable, right, I always say, um, how, how do I say this? Um, the most well-known, just because they're known doesn't mean just because they have a name or whatever doesn't make them the expert. It doesn't mean that they're the best one to help you because there's a lot of fancy marketing that, that's all an illusion. And it, it often makes people look a particular way, but they're not actually truly that way. So I always say this, when I, when I talk about getting some trustworthy teachers, I'm not talking about the ones with the fanciest websites or the slickest, the slickest marketing or the biggest number of likes or friends or follows with the most ads. Because trust me, sometimes that stuff doesn't mean jack shit. You can put out a thing that makes you look a particular way, but it doesn't mean, I always say, and here's the other thing, just because somebody went through a thing, it doesn't mean that they know how to actually teach getting out of it. There's a difference between having the experience and then having the experience in knowing how to help others. 
having the experience and knowing how to look at it and glean and extract from it what was helpful and how to pass those tools on to other people. That is a very particular skill set, and not everybody is meant to be a teacher. I always say just because you can, just because you can hang a shingle doesn't mean you should, okay? So I'm really talking about when I say get reputable help, I'm talking about true blue, bona fide, legit, real deal, holy fields. That's what I'm talking about. You go find those people to help you to overcome to whatever, okay? So that's number one. You want to start strong and stay strong, get help and find a guide that empowers you, okay? And then number two, find your people. Find your people and be accountable. Find your people who will help you to stay accountable, okay? So here's the thing that I know to be true. If you want to make lasting change, if you want to make consistent change, it's wicked helpful to have a fellow group of people that are also trying to make the same kind of changes. So in my work that I do, having spiritual fellowship, having spiritual community, having spiritual companionship is invaluable when your old habits or your procrastination or your small-minded thinking or your fears or your laziness or your distractions or your addictions or whatever start kicking in. Like it is invaluable to have other people who are walking on the path beside you. I did a whole um, episode on spiritual fellowship, the importance of spiritual fellowship. If you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it. Because my teacher, Ashwaran, talks about how it's like a group of salmon that are swimming upstream against the current of life. So taking time out of your life to make a, a, an investment financially, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, the whole thing, um, in spiritual um, work, it's not like everybody's doing that, Right? I think everybody should do it, but it doesn't mean everybody is doing it. So if you're going to choose to step out of the stream of everyday life with all the other sheeple, and you're going to kind of go against the grain, because I think to me, radical uh, spiritual, spiritual work, taking a fearless, unflinching look at yourself, I, I consider that radical and rebellious, and I love it, <laughs> right? So if you're going to do that, you really want to have people who are walking beside you or swimming upstream along with you, and you want a leader who is going to be tireless. You want a leader who is going to hold the strength and the vision for you until you take it for yourself. You want somebody who can not only cheerlead you, but hold you accountable and will be like, it's time to cut the shit. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? You want somebody who's going to see you for who you really are, which is a child of God. And that they're going to hold you accountable to your vision, not for what they want you to be or do, it's not about that. It's about what you say is important to you. It's what you say your values are. It's what, like how you want to change your mind, your life, right? This story that you're trying to transform into your glory. So you want somebody who's going to do that. And here's what I know is having a team. You can call it a team, a clan, a crew, a family. Some people like to call it their tribe. It's not a word that I use, but it's a familiar word that a lot of people like to use. Okay. So having that, having a group of people, a spiritual fellowship that is going to support you when things get tough, but also who love you enough to hold you accountable to your own greatest vision of yourself and the life that you dream of. That's fucking priceless. Seriously, you guys, I always say this work that I do, it's so hard to quantify. This work that we do together, it's so hard to quantify and like put like price tags on it. It's so bizarre because it's priceless. Being able to move through the world in what I call the fearless flow of knowing to whom you belong, knowing who you are, being able to move through the world with freedom, confidence, spirit, knowing that you have within you the resources that you need to face whatever, you cannot put a price on that. 
I mean, we got it in this world because we got to say, hey, this is how much. It's like, hey, the apple is, you know, the apple is 69 cents. You know, the box of pasta is 199. Like we got to price things here in the illusion. But I'm just saying it's invaluable. And here's what I know. None of us get there alone. None of us get there alone. So we have to be willing to be vulnerable enough. Oh, you guys, listen to this. I'm going to read this. I just shared this. I'm going to see if I can find it. Um, And I want to know who it came from. I want to make sure. Okay, so this is a woman named Tutu Mora. Tutu Mora. Listen to this. This is such a powerful quote. I'm so glad. I'm spiritual team on the job, man. They just reminded me about this, that I had this on my phone. Listen to this, you guys. It says this, quote, glorifying self-sufficiency, feeling the need to always do it all yourself, and refusing to ask for help is a trauma response and a fear-based avoidance of vulnerability and emotional intimacy. So somewhere along the way, we learned how much it hurt when people broke promises, did not show up for us, or rejected us for not being quote-unquote perfect. And it became safer and less painful to stop putting ourselves in that vulnerable position. That is so powerful. That used to be me. I used to feel like I couldn't ask for help. I had to always do it all myself uh, because I couldn't trust people. People weren't reliable. People weren't as responsible as I was. If I wanted it done right, I had to do it myself. And um, even though in a lot of ways, that was a great, um, it was great for a while. I always say it worked until it didn't work. Do you know what I mean? I loved being independent. I still love being self-sufficient, but I also love now being able to ask for help. And that's one of the things I'm working on even more and more and more in 2020. I'll tell you a little bit more about that at the end. Um, but here it is. Our true strength lies in our vulnerability. It lies in our willingness to say, I've tried it my way. I've done it my way. And it just isn't working. And I need help. I need help. I need help. And as Ram Das so beautifully says, this is probably like the, the 500th time I've said this, 500th time or more that I've said this in my life, quoting Ram Das, we're all just walking each other home. We're all just walking each other home. So you guys, if we want to have a new year and a true you, we have to allow all the blocks and the barriers, all the bullshit stories, all the things that we build against our awareness of the truth of ourselves, of the awareness of the love that we are and the love that we, I don't even like to use the word deserve. It's just the love that we are. It's what we are. It's who we are. But we forget we have spiritual amnesia. And sometimes we need a little help of somebody reflecting back to us the truth of ourselves, um, of our um, holiness and our wholeness. And the reason that we're here, which is to get better at giving and receiving love. And sometimes our old stories and the patterns and the things that have happened, the protections and the performing and, and all the, you know, like having to move through the world with your dukes up. And I always say like part of this work is learning to move through the world with nothing to attack, defend, or prove. Okay. And so if this is something, if you're like, look, KK, I really want to step into the light of myself. I am the light of the world. I want to believe this. I won't, don't want to just say it. You know, there's, there's a beautiful line in A Course in Miracles that says, I want the peace of God. To say this means nothing, but to mean it is everything. So if you mean it, if you're really serious, if you're ready to cut the shit, I always say to people, what would your life look like if you were finally, if you finally just cut the shit already? What would your life look like if you finally just said, I'm ready to go, instead of going so broad all the time and and scaling the surface and being shallow, I I really want to go deep. I want to live vertically instead of horizontally. I want to go very deep. Because once you go deep and you tap into the well of love and you tap into the divine spark and you fan that flame of divineness, (laughs) unstoppable people, I am telling you, unstoppable. 
So the good news is, is that, uh, and I said this on my last episode, because I want to invite you into this. Um, I now have, in my last one, I said I had eight spots, but I now actually have seven spots. I'm opening up into my one-to-one mentoring programs. I have two programs, a three-month one, it's called Your Story to Your Glory, and a 12-month one, a year-long one, and that is called uh, Fearless Flow, and it's a custom VIP program. That's like a hardcore one, like you're stuck with KK. You gotta hang out with KK for a year, (laughs) talking to me, talking to me like uh, every other week or like once a week with the group calls, you know? Um, And so same thing with the the one-to-one three-month program, uh, you're, you're in deep, you're in deep hanging out with me for like three months. And so, um, I'm opening up the doors. I'm swinging open the love doors. And, uh, and I always say, look, if you've tried it your way, my brothers and sisters, if you've tried it every way, every which way till Sunday, as we say, and you're tired of trying to do it on your own, I'm just so friggin' happy to uh, share with you and to open up the doors to, to the programs. Um, January, 2020, it's happening. And I would love for you, I would love for you to go into this year um, so that, you know, doing some work together and then starting to discover that you are so capable, that you are so strong, that you uh, do not walk alone, that the divine walks with you always, that you have a spiritual team at your back, that there are angels above you, below you, in front of you, and behind. And I love to carry that vision and that strength uh, for you until you are ready to receive it for yourself. So if you want to kick off 2020 strong and you want to stay strong, right, then just go to my website. It's the link. It's the portal. You guys, it's the portal to everything. <laughs> KarenKenny.com. You can go on there. You can find, look, all my free resources, the podcast, uh, hopefully going to be kicking off the Sunday spiritual again in 2020, which is a free resource of spiritual fellowship once a month. That's how we were doing it. I'm not sure exactly, exactly how it's going to look like, but I'm wicked excited for it. I'm going to be dropping some other programs too, um, that will allow people to kind of tap into if you're not quite ready, if you're not quite ready to, um, make the commitment to the one-to-one and make the investment in one-to-one mentoring with me. Um, I'm hopefully going to have some other new options in 2020 that I'm really excited about. So you guys, I hope, I hope your 2020 is the balls. I just hope that it's amazing. And I just hope you have so much joy and happiness and fun and you just feel how loved you are and that you have an abundance and abundance. You have a generosity, a great capacity for generosity this year. And um, I, I just wish you, I just wish that you, for you, that you know the true you, that you know you are the light of the world, that you know you are one of God's kids, that you know that you are powerful and purposeful, that you start to live very intentionally, that you go for your dreams, that you just like, you know, wherever you go, that you are truly a blessing. Like, man. So, man, I have so many hopes and wishes for myself. I also have them for you, my brothers and sisters. I love you. I also have them for all the animals of the world. And um, I hope that we can, you know, we, we need, I always say, the, we, need, we need to do this work. It's no longer a, a choice of, um, it's a luxury. It is a necessity. It is time. It is time to let go of all of our thoughts of separation, all of our thoughts of sickness, all of our thoughts of scarcity and smallness, and to start to train our mind, to retrain our mind. This is what so much of this work is, is it's retraining our minds. It's mind training and surrendering the old stuff and stepping anew, stepping anew into the true you, right? Not necessarily the new you because the old you blew. (laughs) The old you was crap. It's not that. It's about we want to let go of all that is not authentically us. We want to start to really live from that place of both strength and vulnerability. 
And if you uh, want to take that journey with me, it would be a happy honor and a true delight to take it with you. So you guys, I love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me. Hey, if you like this show, you do me a wicked big favor. <laughs> so this is me working on asking for help. Um, and I hope that I add enough into your life that the ask feels well-timed, that it doesn't feel like I'm trying to take anything. I hope that I add enough value into your life that when I ask you to you know, share the podcast or, or leave a rating or a review on iTunes, which is also now known as Apple Podcasts, or if I ask you to... Um, you know, if you see a link for one of my retreats and you think, oh, that would be great for my cousin that you send it to them. So this is the year where I'm going to be really trying to be brave and not be so friggin' self-sufficient all the time <laughs> and to ask people to help me to spread the light and spread the love and spread the laughter and to spread, um, you know, the happiness and joy that lives in my heart uh, through my programs and through my mentoring and through my content. Um, so it would mean the world to me. Um, if the, the people that I call you guys my family, um, I call you guys my, my clan, right? My family. Um, if, if you're one of my people uh, and, you're, and, and, and I'm one of your people <laughs> and you feel comfortable, and I always say it has to feel genuine, it has to feel right, um, and you want to make a testimonial for me and you want to testify and send some love out, uh, it would mean the world to me. So just thank you so much. I love you. I see you. I celebrate. I appreciate you. And as I already said, wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>